Welcome to the MongoDB podcast. As always, it's great to have you tune in and we're very glad for you to join us as well. My name is Shane McAllister and once again, I'm not on my own. I'm joined by Cedric Clyburn, our intern here at MongoDB. Cedric, how are you? Hey, Shane, doing good as always. I'm here wrapping up some of my last projects for the summer at Mongo. So working on a YouTube guide, mm -hmm. uh, working on a Skunk Works recap to go on the culture blog. And you'll probably see that the intern episode, it just went out last week, which is super exciting. I was working really hard on that. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, crazy producing my, my own podcast. So that was really cool. Uh, definitely give it a listen if you haven't heard it. And now, you know, we're all just working on our final presentations and our final projects for mm -hmm. to be presented next week. So yeah, very, very busy time. Excellent. So the, the interns were let loose on their own podcast episode. I very much look forward to, to hearing that. And uh, yeah, time flies, right? So you have a, a couple of weeks left and, and then you're, you're back to college. So we can, I think we've one more podcast with you, Cedric. So we, we'll chat a little bit about your plans for, for college, etc. On, on the next one. But as before, this is our World Series uh, uh, podcast. This is another episode taken from the show floor at MongoDB World back in June. Uh, this time, we have Mike Lynn, as usual, uh, is interviewing Steve Westgarth, who is the Global Head of Engineering for GSK or GlaxoSmithKline, as you might know them. And you'll also hear about their transition to a brand new company as well, which is super interesting. So in this episode, Steve talks to Mike about leveraging technology into the consumer healthcare space. So let's have a listen. Hi, my name's Steve Westgarth. I'm the Global Head of Engineering for GlaxoSmithKline. The company is soon to become Halion as we separate our consumer health division into a brand new company, which launches in July this year. And I'll be responsible for building all consumer health-related products right across the globe. Wow, that's a big job. Yeah, it's a huge job. I mean, I think that it's also a really exciting opportunity, right? Because I think on day one, when Halion launches, we become the largest consumer healthcare organization in the world. And I think the opportunity of you're really connecting customers, our patients to healthcare professionals in new and innovative ways and, and really driving for that greater good, right? You know, and actually kind of looking at, at how we can, can really help humanity to do your know, greater and better things. And, you know, it's, it's going to be a really exciting journey, I think. And, you know, a really, a really good journey to be on. Yeah, terrific. Well, I wish you luck with that as it as it launches. Thank you. I'm not sure when this podcast episode will launch, but uh, we'll definitely want to get back and, and find out how the launch is going. But until then, let's talk a little bit about the MongoDB and GSK relationship. We, we go way back, right? Uh we're actually not really not that far to be honest. Um, so we um, we've brought MongoDB into Halion relatively recently as part of the emergence of our new uh, our new platform strategy. So as as a business, we are looking at how we can um, digitally transform and start to embrace cloud native technologies in order to build your know, new interesting propositions for our for our customers and for our patients. And as we look at doing that, we're looking at how we can um, better leverage technology. You know, make sure we've got best of breed technology kind of at the heart of our business business providing capability that allows our engineering teams to iterate quickly and fast to build propositions, test and learn from those propositions. And the things that work, we'll invest in and absolutely run after. Things that don't work, we can shut them down, right? And you know, we don't need to worry about them. 
I think one of the challenges we've had historically is that while people have very much thought about products, they've thought about products in silos. So you're kind of looking at silo towers and haven't really thought about how that capability can come together and can really um, you know, sit across the whole of the organization. So, so as we start to think about that and think about how we can bring data to the heart of what we do, Mongo becomes really important to us because it's, it's going to be the, the database that powers our, our platform, um, that becomes our um, your data store of choice for all of our operational data that's being built out in our cloud native stack. And there are a number of reasons. I mean, when we were looking at technologies to do that, you know, there are obviously a lot of NoSQL databases out there and a lot of different technologies that can do that. But I think for me, I'm the global head of engineering, right? So I'm all about developer experience and making sure we get developer productivity to where it needs to be. And what I really think is Mongo have really thought about how to create a great engineering experience and how to, to make sure engineers are really at the heart and forefront of our strategy so that they're getting the most out of the product. And then I think in addition to that, you know, some of the features of MongoDB are more mature than, than a lot of other products. So the, the example I often give is around field level encryption, for example. Now, Mongo's done that for some time within the product. Um, a lot of competitors haven't. But from our point of view, thinking about PII data, how we protect that data, make sure that it's encrypted at, at rest and encrypted in the database so that your bad actors can't get access to it, it's so important to us. And you know, having worked with other, with other products and kind of looked at how we've maybe had to bring in third-party providers or third-party products in order to, um, to enable you know, that functionality, it adds a lot of complexity to the developer's flow. And for me, what we want to do is abstract that away and say, you know, engineers, don't worry too much about that. You know, we, we've got that covered. It's already kind of in the base product. You focus on you know, the application code that's actually going to differentiate us and do different things. And I think your know, Mongo does things like that very, very well. So you know, it works really well for us in that sense. Yeah. So it, it's kind of a new start, Halion, with the engineering expertise of a large organization. It is. I mean, to, to a large extent. So, I mean, it's a divestiture, right? So we are uh, divesting Halion um, into a brand new company, which will be floated onto the stock market and all of those things. I mean, it's it, it's a huge company you know, in, by, by any stretch of the imagination. But I think that you're know, within Halion, we have the opportunity here to to build a new engineering team um, really from the ground up. So you know, we're, we're very much taking a start of mentality and kind of thinking about how we can bring you know, lots of those, um, lots of the features you would find in a startup and kind of build that into our organization structure and not be too constrained by legacy. Um, we obviously have a lot of legacy tech, as every large organization will, and we will have to continue to interface with that. But we're trying not to let that define who we are. And I think that's, that's really important to, to where we want to head to and what we want to do. What an exciting opportunity. I mean, so you've got great talent and you get the opportunity to kind of redefine how you're going to be able to, to build applications from the ground up. Absolutely. And, and what's the mission at Halion? Um, so the mission is all about everyday health with humanity, right? You know, I think that, you know, as a consumer healthcare organization, we've been providing products, you know, things like Sensodyne toothpaste and, and many other things that everybody will be familiar with for, you know, many, many years. But I think, you know, what this is about doing is actually seeing how we can see that bigger picture, right? You know, it's how we can take um, digital product, how we can um, leverage technology in new and interesting ways to really help people and to really kind of cut to the heart of what they do. I mean, people interact with our products every day. We, um, you know, we, we touch the lives of so many people, but actually some of these big problems that humanity has is, is so, so important. 
Um, actually at MongoDB World this week, um, I, I attended a fantastic talk um, yesterday, which was given by a guy um, who had started a, a startup working in the healthcare space, and he was um, you know developing a product which really helped people to um, engage with addiction services in the the US health service, um, you know quicker, faster, and provide a much better service to them. He he told a fantastic story. I mean, he he was an addict himself that was recovering, and he kind of taken that problem you know from his personal lived experience and said, you know what, we can use technology and we can do a much better. Job job if we introduce that. And I think that, you know, listening to that story and kind of listening to you know, the passion with which he spoke, you know, imagine now taking a company that's got the, the resources that we've got behind us and saying, well, what problem are we going to focus on? Right, you know, how can we help? How can we help people to do something different with our technology? You know, and, and absolutely, you know, the commerciality will have to come into the equation somewhere, but that's not the driver for this, right? This is about connecting your everyday health with humanity and helping to evolve healthcare and, and really kind of help, help the, the healthcare industry to get more organized, right? I think, um, if you, if you think about healthcare, as, as a sector, um, you know, it's certainly in the UK with the NHS, maybe we're a little bit beyond this now, but you are still in a world where if you go into hospital, the hospital effectively posts your hospital record back to your GP and your GP is responsible for storing it. Now, I mean, that's huge, right? You know, and I'm, the NHS is going on a big digitization journey and all of those things. But, you know, if, if we can if we can help in some small way to, um, you know, to connect patients and to, to, to create a better healthcare journey for them, I think there's huge power in that. And it's, it's going to be fascinating to see kind of you know, what role we can play in that world. Yeah, super exciting. So Haleon will leverage MongoDB going forward. And will you leverage MongoDB in Atlas? Uh, yeah, so we're, we're, we're going to use Atlas. I think um, huge benefits to us in doing that. I think that the, uh, the multi-cloud approach is definitely part of our thinking and some of the benefits that Atlas brings is, is, is very good. But also, I mean, it's, it's about taking away from us the things we don't need to worry about, right? You know, I want my engineers to be focused on solving the big problems that I'm talking about. I don't want them to focus on being DBAs. And, you know, by, by leveraging Atlas, that allows us to actually make sure that the people who know database... They can do database really well, and that's the folks at Mongo who are running that, you know, that, that and all of those things. Whereas, you know, our engineers can focus on on what they do, what they do really well. And I mean, as part of that, I mean, you know, we need to we need to make sure we've got the right engineers with the right skills in the organisation, right? And I think that you know, um, I guess like any organisation, recruiting new engineers who are excited about working in organisations is you know is is, is very challenging. Um, but I think it's it allows us to hopefully allow us to focus those efforts on getting people to to work on exciting problems and not the boring space that nobody really wants to to work on. Yeah, I would think it, it shouldn't be difficult to hire folks with a mission like, like Haleon's. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And I mean, you know, part of this is also about us getting out there, right, and actually letting people know what we're doing. Because, you know, right now on day one, Haleon is a brand new company that literally nobody will have ever heard of. So I myself run a podcast every Sunday called The Engineering Leader. Um, you know, where I go and talk to your know, engineering leaders across industry and we kind of talk about good practice, kind of help engineers to raise the bar and kind of sharing that shared experience. And I think that that helps us to you know, really evangelize about what we're doing in our organization, but also what other people are doing in their organizations too. Because I think as an industry, we don't actually talk, you know, cross company enough. We tend to be very much in our own silos. You're kind of doing our own thing. And it's, um, you know, really important to us to, to help you know, start that conversation and make sure that we're, we're getting people to talk about the right things at the right time. Yeah. Uh, okay, so one more time, the title of the podcast. The title of the podcast is The Engineering Leader. Okay. Um, it goes out every Sunday, and it's available on all major podcast platforms, um, Apple, uh, Google, Spotify. And if anyone's got any feedback or questions, would love to hear from you if you find me on uh, LinkedIn or Twitter. Yeah, so we'll we'll post links in the show notes. Now, going back to, to what you talk about on that, I'm, I'm kind of curious, you know, the great 
resignation has happened and folks are walking away from from engineering as a as a career yeah that's a big challenge and engineering in general i mean it's all about solving problems it is a difficult job by its very nature what other challenges do you think engineering leaders are facing today I mean, I think we, we have a huge number of challenges in the industry. I mean, I think Mark Porter actually said it um, yesterday in his keynote. He was talking around you know, the number of extra engineers that we need in the industry you know, within the next five years. And in the US alone, I think he quoted something like 400,000 additional engineers are needed compared to what we've actually got coming through you know, academia and through you know, uh, school programs or whatever. Um, so I think you know, getting, getting engineers with the right skills is, is hugely challenging. I mean, you're right. You know, we, we are fortunate because we've got a fantastic mission and you're know, really great you know, a really great opportunity but not everybody wants to work with us you know there's also lots of companies that also got fantastic missions so there's a lot of competition out there uh, for people who want to work i think as well you know in in my role it's it's not just about bringing any engineer into the mix either you know there's a, a huge thing about building the right team with the right team culture and the right the right attitudes the right diversity the right you know and the right mix of of, of skills and wanting to be there you know it's, it's a real challenge to do that against a backdrop of not having enough people in the industry who actually want to come play ball i think you're you're, you're right in saying that you know there's um that, that there's a great number of challenges um that, that we've got to focus on and i think that um, outside of recruitment i think that you know that the speed with which technology is evolving is, is hugely important to us. I think that you know, even if you look at you know, the, uh, the speed of what, you know, what Mongo's doing, I mean, you know, literally every, every six months you're seeing new product announcements kind of coming out from the business and kind of keeping keeping pace with that stuff is incredibly challenging. And that's only one product, right? Um, you know, if you look at kind of what's happening in Azure or in Google Cloud or in AWS or, you know, the products that we use every day, you know, follow JavaScript, follow Swift, follow whatever language you're kind of doing, you know, keeping pace with that and actually you're know, getting engineers to focus on upskilling in the right areas, I think is, is hugely important. You mentioned engineers kind of walking away from organizations, and I think that's also possibly why why that happens, because engineers kind of get pigeonholed into they have the skills in this technology or that technology, or we can't possibly let you move off that product because then we'd lose this. And engineers kind of look at that and go, but but I don't want to work there. You know, and actually, you know, engineers have the choice here. So we need to, to work our ways to be flexible, to let engineers work with the technologies that they want to work with. And to some degree, we all need to, to take responsibility for that, right? Because if, if we don't, your engineers will go and find jobs where they can work in the technologies they want to work with. Or if they don't want to work with that technology anymore, they'll go and learn something else and, and off they'll go. You know, these are skilled people who've got, you know, some, some fantastic, you know, f- fantastic ideas. And, you know, we need to, we need to treat that with respect and kind of understand, you know, kind of what, what are their drivers? That these are not just, you know, people who are writing code for the sake of writing code. They've, they've actually got, you know, really vibrant careers ahead of them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, Steve, it's been a great chat. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to let the folks know about Halion or, or your podcast or anything else? Yeah, I mean, so I'm, I'm really keen to connect with engineering leaders, right? You know, so um, as, as I mentioned before, I think that, you know, as an industry, we don't talk enough. I think that, you know, lots of people are doing really interesting things and solving problems, but actually we're all much better by sharing our common our common problems and kind of you're helping each other to collectively solve them. You know, many of us are in non-competing industries, you know, where, you know, we're not worried about kind of competition or giving away trade secrets. Um, you know, we're in a world where we're trying to build great engineering teams to ultimately build 
great product for our customers. Um, so what I'd say is, you know, I, I am on LinkedIn. Uh, you can find me uh, at Steve Westgarth. You can also find me at Steve Westgarth on Twitter. Um, you know, if, if you're working in an organization or, you know, maybe you've got some problems you want to talk to an engineering leader about, um, you're really keen to connect with people and kind of you know, and spark that conversation. And, you know, maybe we can bring some individuals together and kind of see how, how we can support each other. Because I think that, um, you know, not, not one person has all of the answers to everything. I certainly don't. And you're really keen to see if we can uh, we can connect people together and, and and see if we can we can collectively make the world a bit of a better place. I love it. I love the mission, Steve. We'll connect for sure. And for folks listening, I'm going to include links in the show notes. So make sure you check out podcasts.mongodb.com. We'll have links in the show notes. Links to the Engineering Leader podcast and Steve Westgarth. Right? Perfect. That's right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> awesome. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank, thank you, for, you so uh, much for having me on the show. Yeah. Thank you. Great to hear about Halion's human approach and evolving healthcare journey. Um, and as a side note, also how they use MongoDB, obviously, but more particularly from my point of view anyway, is how MongoDB helped them take away the things they don't need to worry about. And that, that carries across every customer or client that we listen to or, or interview as well too. So it leaves their engineering teams and their engineers time to focus on what they do really well. And I think for me, Cedric, that was probably the, the biggest thing I took away from that interview. But also, I think, uh, and you would agree, maybe Steve is a very good podcast interviewee because he's used well used to podcasting, having his own podcast. Absolutely. I, when he said that at the end of the interview, I, I, I knew. It made sense, right? <laughs> he was a very good interviewee. It, it made sense. Radio voice and everything. So yeah, we'll have to check out his podcast every Sunday. Every Sunday. What? Uh, the Engineering Leader, correct? That's the podcast. That's Steve's podcast. So it must add that to my subscription. And, and talking about adding things to your subscription, what's our plug, Cedric? We usually try and sneak in at the end of every episode. Well, as always, of course, remember to review and subscribe. You know, links are in the show notes. And stay tuned for our next and last episode from MongoDB World. So from me, Cedric. And me, Shane McAllister. It's been a pleasure. Talk to you soon.